Welcome to Truman's Town Hall with your host, Matt Truman. Hey, everybody. This is Matt Truman. Alongside me is Waylon, the Red Rooster. Today on Truman's Town Hall and the Gospel Message Merged program, we have a guest, someone you may have heard of. Her name is Tori Maris, and she is running for the Secretary of State in Ohio. Ms. Maris, thank you for joining Truman's Town Hall. Thank you for having me. That was a short intro. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got. <laughs> that's because we, we, we come here to, to talk to you. We want to know more about you. And we want the folks that watch this uh, podcast or video and to know who Tori Maris is. So if you will, people have uh, said a lot about you. There's been hit pieces put out by MSNBC and, C- and all these other news organizations um, a lot of things have been said about Tori Maris. So uh, the first question I have, and I, w- I would like for you to answer is, were you the second gunman on the grassy knoll? Uh, no. Exactly. All right. Okay. We got that covered up. Background. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I'm a female. I'm a single mom to two amazing girls. I'm Orthodox Christian. Uh, I served my country in the capacity as a private contractor for about two decades, uh, mostly overseas. When I got back here, I kind of had my own little mission. And I also worked as a contractor, still here, um, varying from within the White House to the elections in Ukraine and working with USCIS to, you know, intervene on people coming to the United States. Um, I went to many schools. I've worn many hats because of the type of work I did. I think people believe that, you know, the intelligence collection is done by some smooth looking people. You know, a lot of people say, this is inconsistent. No, duh. I was a spy. Uh, You know, the majority of my time, people have met me usually in disguise. Uh, So it's kind of awkward when I'm just me Uh, still learning from it. You know, it's been two decades where I'm constantly in the shadows. Um, I'm an amateur cryptographer. I love math. I dabble in string theory. Um, Mm. You know, I, I'm a nerd <laughs> that comes off sometimes on my podcast. And um, after I was terminated from the intelligence community in late 2014, uh, you know, I started just I continued writing the op eds that I had done so many times because people don't seem to understand that it's private contractors that usually write your movie scripts, your songs and the articles you read. Right. Some people put their name on it. Um, I used to write for Huppo, Waypo. I used to submit things to them all the time. Uh, I continue to do so. And, um, you know, I was monitoring elections because I was blowing the whistle on that for a long time, uh, especially during uh, President Trump's run. And um, 
and yeah, I mean, there's a lot to say. So you're going to have to ask questions. You got to be yeah. more specific. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about I your dogs. How's that? That I'm is good. I, I have a dog. Tell us a little bit about your uh, service in the Navy, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, I joined the Navy after I was I was already working for the government from a young age. Um, they sent me off to Frankfurt, Germany, where I swore in, um, went to Pensacola, well, went to boot camp, went to Pensacola. The day actually I got my orders, I was visited um, by a group of individuals that told me that my service will be better somewhere else. Um, hmm. I, I, you know, I was, I was, not, well, they didn't tell me, they told okay. me, you know, that, you know, I hold a secret clearance now and they did their, you know, thorough checks. And my dad used to work for the agency. So it wasn't like, hmm. you know, and at that point I was like, all right, so I guess I'm going to be in embassies again. Cause I did that at a younger age. Um, because I had an affinity for languages. I speak multiple languages. I can recognize almost all 181 languages that are written. It's just like a superpower, right? Like mm. I said, I'm a dork. Um, <laughs> so when they, when they came to me, they, they asked me a series of questions. I don't remember all of them. It was a very long time ago. Um, and I, I, the only question I had is how's this going to work? Like I'm supposed to go to an oiler in two weeks. Right. And the next day I was met with another group of people that told me that I was met with a group of people and that they're going to figure it out. So I was reassigned to um, the testing facility. So I was uh, pulled from my, from my, um, well, I had finished my uh, training. So it was kind of like we were just waiting to leave. And um, so they put me at the library and then I went from quarry station to NAS where I stayed in the, it was like a hotel slash barracks because OCS used to be there. So okay. I was there with a bunch of other people too that were coming from around the United States. Um, and then two weeks into it, we were doing some testing. Um, I went back to Corey station, went into this big room, lots of captains. They were like, congrats, you know, we wish you luck on the best. And I'm like, okay, now what do I do? Right. Like I had no idea what was going on. I was just kind of like being ushered around and, and that was it. And after that, I was given um, my first identity in September and um, went to training and went to a lot of places to train. You were given your first identity. What, what do you mean by that? It's kind of like your first cover, your first person that you are. So when we would go to different commands, you know, for those that have served, you know, when you go to training, sometimes you have uh, private contractors, right? And civilians, as they call them, right? Right. Right. That sometimes that's not their name. Okay. They turn up. So, yeah, I think my first name was Eileen. Nice. I, it's I been over twenty years. What is it? Rule of thumb is two times what they say, right? They used to say it's sealed for a decade, so it's way past that. So, right. Yeah, that was my first one at Fort Huachuco. So, w when did you get out of the Navy? Like end of ninety-seven. Okay. Yeah. And I went in right before Christmas of 96 or was it 95? Jeez. I'm going to show my age now. Okay. <laughs> so it was back then. <laughs> it was right. back then. So you've been doing podcasting for, for quite a while. Uh, yes. I, I've listened to the one you did with Roger Stone. Uh, recently you talked with Patrick Byrne. Um, and I, I, 
just uh, got sent an article because there's a, a fellow I know, Tim Hart, who lives out in Huber Heights. Um, he, I, they raw story. I don't know if you've ever heard of that publication. Um, that's not an actual publication. Yeah, that's actually an asset that um, gets fed information. Usually, it's a conglomerate uh, of hit pieces done again. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, that's it's 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 a rag. I mean, Vice has kind of moved away from it. They're a little bit more serious, but it used to be the old Vice. You know, when Gavin McGinnis had it. Right. Um, Raw story now is mostly, um, you know, what do they call it in 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 the cybersphere now there's red pilled blue pilled and then there's a bl the black pilled people right okay i think that's more of the black pill uh with a lot of liberal um discussions there okay yeah the, it, it was it was a huge hit piece it was uh i what, guess like I, every time i yeah. go on the media i'm like what else did i do I, I mean you can't even keep check on what's going on it's the most atrocious thing. And you know why? It's because people behind a keyboard feel like they can say or do whatever they want. Right. And, and I feel sad for them because, you know, it was, um, when I was a kid, I, um, I was told by father Paisios, which is now a saint, right? I had the pleasure of meeting with him when I was really? young. Yeah. There's a new movie coming out with huh? Shia LaBeouf playing him. Really? Well, yeah. he should talk to me. Cause I spent, Tons of hours. My 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 family is well in the church, like high up there, metropolitans and whatnot. And because I couldn't go to Mount Athos and he had come, you know, he had come down. Uh, I just met with him when I was young in the summer, you know, because I'd go to Greece all the time. And he told me phantasmical things. But what he told me was, is that the television set and these computers and I was like, well, a lot of people don't use computers. I said, you know, they're expensive because back then you didn't, you know, we're talking like 91, 92, right? Right. And um, he said, when people think that they have um, the ability to not be seen, their true self comes out. And so um, he had written about it too uh, in the past, um, like before that, how the, the box, the TV uh, uh, pulls out the more malicious side of you, right? We see that online. There are people that will say and write things. And then when I confront them, I'm like, you want to say it to my face? They won't. Uh, it's, 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 it's the most, I think it's the best test to see what kind of person the other person is because, you know, a lot of people think that because they create a fake account that nobody can see it. Right. I'll tell you what. So, you know, when you go to the airport, mm -hmm. I've been there. Okay. We see all your texts. We download all your texts, calls and everything inside the airport, inside the airport. I'll tell you what. So this is from 10 years ago. Okay. 10 years ago, there was a gentleman who was flying and, uh, this was the first time, well, oh, wait, it's 2022, right? So I want to say 2009. So it's more than 10 years ago. So it was the first time USCIS tapped me for this position. They were trying to stop people from coming into the country and overstaying, you know, flying in. Mm -hmm. So they would actually survey everybody's text messages. And I would then have to confront them 
hey, you said you're coming in here for vacation, right? With your, you know, three months visa. But here it says that you're meeting up with this person and you're going to get married and that you have a job lined up for you. My point is, if I was looking at that 14 years ago on everybody's phones where they run it through a system, do you think that people can't see what you do anonymously on the internet? I'm just putting it out there. Sure. For people to understand, because I know a lot of people get very bold with burner phones, right? Okay. Bold with names, and uh, you know everyone wants to claim, "Oh, I'm a journalist." That's not how it works. You can't be a journalist if you're just attacking one person. Okay, that, right. that's not how it works, right? I mean, you go to a judge and say, "I'm just obsessed," you know, they'll be like, "You need help," <laughs> but <laughs> um, you know, but the the the, the primary concern that all of us should have in general on social media is the state of our spirit as people. You see it coming out online and it is, you see so much profane language. I mean, I cuss a little, right? But not, you know, rah, rabid, right? I do cuss. Well, I cuss a lot actually. But um, online, we see a behavior that, you know, if they did it normally in like everyday life, it would be weird. Yeah. Like say, say, say I'm like stalking the red rooster. It would be like me hanging around your house all the time and watching through your window, what you're doing. I mean, people are creepy Yeah. and, and through the internet, they get to do whatever. But anyway, you want to, yeah. you want to, you want to use, if you're going to use something, use something more, not so not, uh, how could I say something more mainstream that yeah. has a little bit of attack because raw story doesn't really, um, yeah, you know. well, I was just it. I, I brought it up because it is a hit piece. Um, from when here, I'll show like you. It, it just came out now. It, yeah, it was of my friend. Uh, and uh, your, so your friend, this guy right here, his name's Tim Hart, he's a friend of mine. Um, he got arrested for January 6th. Yep. Oh my gosh. So this is the this is the the story headline. Uh, exclusive Michael Flynn associate showed up early at, at initial breach point. So they're trying what they're trying to do. Is Raw story is not credible. First of all, yeah. Second, uh, this friend, is not a credible story. I don't believe. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not accredited. Um, like they're not for real. Like they use fake names too when they post. Um. Your friend got arrested, you say? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, his uh, family got drug out on the front lawn. It, it was bad. So I guess Brian Gamble uh, is what they're saying in this story. My, my friend Tim Hart went to uh, the January 6th Trump speech with this Brian Camp Gamble guy, and he got hired with Patrick Burns and Mike Flynn's was he hired for security? I well, according to the story, here let me see. So I okay, let me tell you something. Now, this is something that I don't want to talk too much about because I'm working on this. Um, but you'll be very surprised who was involved in this J6. Oh, yeah. Oh, Actually, I believe it. No, it's so disheartening because this summer I was um up on the east coast a lot. Uh, with some footage that I had. And, you know, these are documentarians. 
We're talking, it is, it was very well coordinated. I mean, having conducted coups, right, in other countries, I can tell <laughs> when something's organized. Yeah, I'd like and, to talk about that later, but go ahead. Yeah, but when I was there, uh, all I did was observe. Um, I remember when the president, um, I was there, I had a seat with my name on it, sitting down to listen to the president on J6. But I saw a few specific characters get up and walk out while he was talking. That would be like Ali Alexander, Ali Akbar, and some other um, figures. So okay. when I saw them get up, I walked up too. And I noticed that they were heading toward the Capitol. So I went. So you were there as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was okay. there. I was invited. I was sitting down to listen to my president. Um, but I saw that everyone was heading to the Capitol. So I went the other way and I stopped almost every 10 feet so I can get on body cam with Secret Service. Hey, where can I go? I, because I had White House press credentials. I was kind of like, hey, where do I go to get like the, the brick and mortar press credentials? Like I kept saying that. Right. And I had stepped on an ornament. <laughs> so I was dying literally because I had glass in my heel. I don't know if you've ever stepped on a glass ornament, but those buggers move until they're ready to go. So it was um pretty awkward, but I, I just went back to the hotel. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even go to the Capitol. There was right. no, um, I was there more to observe and assess the situation, uh, listening to what the police said, asking them questions, and just observing the motions and uh, pretty much downloading all the video that we could. But, yeah, I was there. Okay. Yeah, uh, Tim was there. He, was, he does a, a, an internet show. Everybody has an internet show these days. Uh, but he was there with... Uh, a GoPro filming stuff. So they made it out to seem like he was this big guy. He got sucked in with the crowd and then found his way out. Still got charged. Um, his stuff's still coming. He didn't, uh, he got released on his own recognizance, but he's still battling all that. Um, I guess they wanted his footage. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He, I don't, I don't, they got what was posted online. I don't know what else. I, I don't I try to stay out of the details on that as much as I can. Um, that's between him, you. him and his lawyer. Um, but uh, yeah, it, that raw story. When I read that, it, it was it was just a bunch of nonsense. They tried it to is. make his friend who I guess works with Mike Flynn somehow. And then Patrick Byrne and Mike Flynn work together. I saw you uh, talking with Patrick Byrne the other day. Yeah, he's a What's friend. that relationship like? What's between you? Well, and I, I used to nanny him when he used to be doing things for the feds overseas. So he was usually my target. So I would have to watch him and make sure he had the meeting with the people that he had. And yeah, okay. it was, it, it was quite funny because when he met me for the first time in person, first of all, I wasn't in disguise, but he recognized me from my voice. Hmm. Um, so I think the last time he saw me was with a with a hijab. And then the time before that, I was in full up disguise. Well, always. Yeah. But. OK. Um, one thing I was going to ask you about, and, and maybe I can ask you now, is on your website, it says uh, Tori has experience with sourcing and carrying out the implementation of operations during elections with 
within both CONUS and OCONUS capacity. So folks may not know uh, who haven't been in the military. CONUS is stateside. Oconus, United States, yeah. Right. And then OCONUS is, is abroad. So <laughs> talk to us a little bit about that, if you can, uh, whatever you can, uh, about your work with elections, because I know I've heard you talk about uh, Ukraine and um, the color revolution that happened over there in 2014 and how, how all that stuff worked out. Um, well, we don't always go to take over nations with guns, right. right? We don't just go in there and drop missiles and bombs, right? We go in there first to negotiate. I think all of America witnessed the negotiations when they caught that clip of quid pro Joe if you remember, he told him, we want this or else you're not getting that. Do you exactly. remember that conversation? Okay. So we're talking about that time period because since people have learned about that, it'll be easier for them to follow suit. So that happened. And then right after that conversation, Obama signed an aid package. And in that aid package, it was in, in April of 2014. You guys can read it. It's for sure on the Obama White House archives. It clearly says that we were giving money we were spending this money to send temporary and permanent employees to Ukraine. It was like, I, I hired over 2000 people as temporary employees and to go over to Ukraine. Yes. So we can help usher their elections. Victoria so Newland. What does she mean to you? She's down on the totem pole. Okay. See, if you know their name, they're not that important. I know it sounds, you know, she's a witch. She is. And you know where she likes to chat from? Etsy chat. She uses Etsy. <laughs> you know, some of them use Nintendo DSs. They find ways to have conversations. She's just, she's just mean, you know? I never interacted with these people, right? They don't see people like me. We're okay. the people that lay out the operations. We're the ones that do the cultural assessments, you know, put in the right assets. We ask the agency or the DOD to make sure that they provide us the right people on the ground. The only time we'll be there is if we're going to have sensitive conversations. Um, and they don't know who we are. We're just like, whatever, right? They don't know that we're the people planning to come in here and take this country over. And we kind of just, you know, take notes and we're walking amongst generals and admirals and state department officials. And they think that we're just, you know, staff, right? But we're actually assessing the situation and the interactions between the state department, the DIA, you know, all of them, the way they interact also give us a picture of who we need to move around because it might not work because there's uh, a lot of titles and tiaras playing um, overseas. So, so are you working with uh, Brennan at this time? Well, Brennan, I was actually his customer at that time. Brennan um, was tenant's right-hand man. Right. And he trained me on almost everything. George Tenant. No, Brennan. Okay. So, you know, he created the, the offshore company in Luxembourg. And he established it with the Saudis and other people. You know, it's a global intelligence firm. It's not just us isn't picture it like the un right. but but the un of intelligence to get all the stuff out of the way to help the un deploy their agenda makes sense okay. 
Yep. And we also keep an eye on the UN too. So we eliminate characters that don't agree with the agenda. Wow. Makes sense. Now that wasn't my job, right? My job was cultural forensics. Um, you know, how I can get them to uh, embrace these machines, um, finance in regards to um, energy. So energy packet transactions um, and any money laundering. Oh, I wouldn't say money laundering, money skimming. So anyone <laughs> that was stealing from us, we wanted to know. Okay. So those were roundabout, obviously high level um, assets. I, I would watch. So I'd be the waitress in the restaurant they eat, or I'd be hotel manager for the day because they were staying there, you know. How, how do you, so for folks that may not know, how, how do you get the job as the waitress or the hotel manager? Oh, to, I don't. To do that. Did somebody set it up or yep. is it owned? Like, are these companies, these hotels, restaurants owned by the, people or I worked at the Hilton uh, okay. for like two days once <laughs> mm. and I was general manager and they were asking me questions guys I I was like I was thrown into the deep end but um you know you got to think on your feet this is all about the mission so um you know I kind of went to a, a local hotel right around where I used to live. And I just kind of asked just so at least I know what the program's called. Cause I didn't know how do they book rooms? What do they do? Like they give you this sheet and they expect you to like know stuff. So it was good. Cause I went around the corner um, from where I lived and there was a hotel and I just popped in there before they sent the car to pick me up. And um, you know, I think the cover story was I came from the U S and I'm training uh, you know, in um, the European Hilton's. I mean, this was a prominent Hilton in London. So I think okay. that was the most fun I had though. Cause it was like, damn, I couldn't wing that to save my life. I was just, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play the mean boss that doesn't have time for this. because <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at it and it was like DOS. They used a system called Fidelio, which is almost identical to like the patient beds that they do in the hospital where they go kind of like on the green and black screen. So, uh, you know, you've got to know which F keys you've got to press. You've got to know what you're looking yeah. at. I had no idea. But yeah, those are usually set up. Um, uh, and, and it's only for high level, you know, high value intelligence. Okay. Targets. Waylon, did you have something? Well, I mean, I know I, I listened to you the other day for about an hour and I, it was some town hall. I can't remember where it was. And like you said, our attention spans very short anymore, but I actually listened to the whole thing. And you went into detail on, on the voting and how things were manipulated. Can you just kind of give, dumb it down for me? Because it's hard for me sometimes to keep up with how fluent you are in it, but just kind of dumb down exactly what you did with the voting systems over there. Myself, I would have them embrace it. So I would have all the comebacks if they wouldn't want to take the machines, right? And they wanted to do it their way. I'd have a comeback. For example, they would say, hey, we're worried that we're going to be targeted by, you know, this person or that person when we're voting. 
And we would say, oh, don't worry. We anonymize your votes. It shuffles them. It counts them. You can check because you can check how many ballots went in, how many ballots. It's totally fine. Um, we would give them comfort. We would have answers to all the questions they would have. Uh, the software was actually created um, in 1999, it was actually discussed. And I was in the room when they discussed it. I clearly spoke up and I was like, wait, so are they not voting? Are we like picking? And they were like, Maris, we can't have pick people picking their, you know, their leaders. That would be chaos. And I was like, oh, I thought people voted. <laughs> I was like, all righty then. I guess that settles it. Um, so my job was, for example, let me make it easy. Um, let's pretend I want Maine, right? The state of Maine to accept these machines. Um, I would get all the demographics of Maine. I would see who's in charge of making decisions. I'd see their economic status. I'd look at all their profile information now that I have to hand rather than ask an intelligence agency. I could just ask Facebook for it, right? See their likes, their wants, their needs, who they like, create a profile for the head, the head people. Then I would look at the city. I would look at what kind of people are there? What kind of work do they do? What's the majority? What is the actual demographic? And then I would find a pitch. I would find a flaw in what they had already. And I would tell them why it's important. It's almost like selling something, right? Sure. I would tell them why it's important to take this. But I would also have a list of questions that I'd anticipate they ask me. For example, if they say, well, you mean we can't observe how it counts? Oh, no, 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 no. That's to anonymize. We have so much data collection these days. We must stay away from collecting more data. This way, it's kind of like Snapchat. It just takes a picture and it goes away. So nobody knows. And then the people are like, oh, that makes sense. But in actual fact, that's where we do all the cheating. So we just tell them whatever they want to hear. If it's they fear retribution, we tell them it's completely anonymized, right? It's shuffled. They won't know who voted. We bring them out with batches. That's basically how I would kind of formulate responses for 45 different elections. I think it so, was like 46, but I'm going to stick to 45. When did it, what was it that actually happened to make you kind of step back and, and realize that you got to get out? I mean, what was it that changed your mind? Me get out? Oh my gosh, I got kicked out because, you know, one, they caught me that I um, told on Brennan about the drones, right? And then, you know, I lost my job because um, I was defending General Flynn. Wow. How long ago was this? We're talking 2014. So after Ukraine, it was, I was toast. Hmm. <laughs> it was, a, it was okay. I mean, you know, it's hard because you have all this access and suddenly you don't. Right. You know, if I want to look anything up about you, I could look at everything, your bank details, you name it. I had access to it. You already mentioned about stalking me, so don't talk like that. I won't. <laughs> I don't stalk. I don't stalk. But, that, but, but the stalking, see, again, here we go. If we did most of this stuff in person, right, what you see online in person where you, like, yell at people, you call people names, you wouldn't do that to someone's face. No. You know, and if you just put it like that, put that hat on and think, let's pretend we're all in a room together and this is happening. Right? 
you'd be like, damn, you need some help. Go get help. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that conversation. So I watched a documentary you were in, Shadowgate. Yes. yes. Now, when I, wa when I first watched it, when it first came out, I didn't know who you were, right? And now you're running for Secretary of State here in Ohio. And I'm like, hey, that's that lady from Shadowgate. What was that like? What doing that documentary with uh is it Millie Weaver? Yeah. yeah. She's a fellow Ohioan too. Right. I, yeah. I remember her from the Alex Jones show. Yes. Yeah. So um um Millie and Gavin had um gotten a lot of information. Like we had it was more me and Gavin than Millie. Who's Gavin? Her husband. Okay. Me and him, he's a physicist and he's a oh, mathematician. Wow. So, you know, I, like I said, I dabble in string theory and he works in existentics, which is a form of um, mathematics used for alternate time because quantum quantum physics is called, you know, quantum computing is called time travel. You know, a lot of people, oh my God, she thinks she's a time traveler. And it's like, I don't have time to explain this to you. Okay. <laughs> that's what all the nerds call it. Right. It's um, so that's how we got together because he wrote a paper on how time changes um, based on perspective. So anyway, we exchanged a lot of information because a lot of the articles that I were putting out were way ahead of time. You know, I had kind of blew the whistle on Peter Strzok that got him fired. A couple oh, wow. For that. Um, you know, I had, I had put out a couple of heavy, important things. And so I think, you know, aside from us having that nerd chat, you know, his wife's a reporter. So it's like, Ooh, so <laughs> let's get the saws. Um, but yeah, Shadowgate was, was nothing that people don't already know. It was just put into perspective so that people understand that this is a real thing. Right. You know, we, we believe that our society is compartmentalized, police, FBI, and then we've got all these agencies. Yeah. That's not true. That is absolutely not true. You know, we so have foreign nations in our business. Right. Yeah, I know uh, there's stories about China buying up land in the United States. There's stories about China having uh, police stations or, or whatever they call it. Um, there's a lot of foreign government within. I, I know when I was in the military, I worked with Italians, Brits, uh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, you name it. Swedes. What branch were you in? I was in the army. Army. My yeah. my eldest daughter's in the army. Yeah. What what uh, MOS? What kind you don't talk about? All right then. So she followed in Mama's footsteps. Is that right? I mean, you know, Dad. My, you know, it was it was weird. And the little one, she just turned seventeen yesterday, and she wanted to go and sign up for the military. You know, I kind of told her, you know, you're going to have to take the COVID vax and the flu vaccine. She's like, right. well, I can't go in anyway until I'm 18. So by then we'll have gotten rid of that. Right. <laughs> Cause oh. she wants, she's thinking jarhead for me. Um, but they told her to come back Tuesday so she can complete, you know, her whole physical and everything. Oh, wow. How do you feel about your kids joining the army or no, army? Military, or what? Yeah. All our children should be serving our country. I think it's imperative for people to understand what even it's under like. you, you, you feel that way, even on, under uh, Biden 
his leadership and the thought of a deep state out there and all in that the Marine stuff. Corps, I'm okay. I okay. I trust Marines in a state of in the state that we're in right now. If someone were to say which branch do you believe would stand with the people, I'd say the Marines. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was in, I always used to ask folks, first, do you believe in the Second Amendment? Second, would you, uh, if, if, if they came to us and they said, we have to go door to door and collect guns, would you do that? And I would say 100% of the folks that I asked that question would be like, heck no, there's no way. I ain't I doing it. But would they have followed through? I don't know. That's for another video. Yeah, but what, what's uh, what's your opinion on the Republican, the Ohio Republican Party today? Corruption or what? We're completely <laughs> disenfranchised. Like, what is going on? And you know, I think like Ohioans, I feel like they're asleep sometimes at the wheel, right? Yeah. Who's Houston? Hello, he's been in in office forever in various roles. Right. What he knows that the wine's out. The wine's leaving. After the elections, he's out. So Houston steps up. Oh, I pray. I'm out. Pray. What do you mean by that? <clears throat> well, there's some things coming down the pipeline. Okay. Maybe, uh, what was it? How was it? House Bill 6 with all the nuclear stuff that went along. Is that what you're talking about? Mm -mm, mm -mm. No? Something different? Remember Householder? Oh yeah, I did that. Good old. Uh, that was that was a byproduct of by accident. I was digging in on Clinton management energy services that were linked up with De with Dewine because they had the same address as Haiti and um, as a as a as Enron. So I was like digging oh, into wow. it, and I found a case in Ohio. This is back early 2019. I think I did actually a podcast about it. Um, Though my SQL was purged when Millie got arrested, they like purged my whole SQL. There was hmm. a severe attack. What's um, SQL? Well, like the whole file from my website, including okay. the emails, was just deleted. Wow. Like, off the server. Like it wasn't like copied or scrambled. It was like deleted. It's like someone went in and literally deleted it, just like removed it. Wow. Um, but it was Clinton Energy Management Services. I had contacted um, a court in Ohio to ask why um, <clears throat> public utilities and First Energy were enjoined in the case. I had never heard of that before. Had you? No. Right? And so I was like, so this case has been open since 2002. What's up, judge? Can you tell the other party to answer? And suddenly there was a motion to dismiss and then it went poof, gone. <laughs> and I was like, damn, but I had documented everything and I sent it to the FBI because I saw that there was a lot of money transactions on the back end. So anything I report, I first send to the FBI, of course, not like they're all going to do something about it, but it's good to have record of it. And, um, hmm. and yeah, and then householder was rolled up because he was one of the names on those documents. Yes. And then there was, what do they call, um, what was it, uh, political something one and two? I don't know. I can't remember. And, and uh, I read the entire indictment of Householder one night just sitting around. It, it's amazing. He's a nobody. He's yeah. taking the fall for a lot of people right now. He was the Speaker of the House, so he was somebody, but he he was – Definitely taking the fall for some other big timers. 
And Houston knows that. Huh. I wonder if... So is that just... What do you think? That's smart politics? Why wouldn't... If Houston knows this, why wouldn't he come out and say, hey? Because he becomes governor if DeWine goes. Right. The quicker DeWine goes, wouldn't he say, hey, the DeWine's crooked? Or is he waiting to get reelected? What do you think? Well, they're waiting for these elections. Will yeah. they happen? Will they not? Will they stop them? But hmm. regardless, you know, Houston knows that DeWine's going to be out within the first year. What, if what would keep the elections from happening? I mean, I know... Uh, Frank LaGrosse or Frank LaRose uh, stopped them during the uh, so-called pandemic. But what do he you didn't. think? Wrong. See, okay, a lot me. of people say that. Let me tell you. So there was a, a, a House bill in March of 2020 that was a right. tax bill. And in the tax bill, your legislators right, put in, oh, if there's a pandemic, we cancel elections. There you go. That's how they did it. Hmm. See, people don't pay attention to the <clears throat> to their legislators as all at all. Remember, these are thirsty people that want to get into politics. Right. They suck at being lawyers, most of them. They, you know, they're part-time lawyers, part-time legislators, right? And they're, they're usually just tools of, of the system. And they just go and do what they're told. Um, so that's who did it. You know, are you guys conservative or like where are you? I'm a a conservative who dabbles with libertarianism, who may have some liberal tendencies. Conservative. <laughs> well, how do you feel about, how do you feel about dropping your vote for someone that gets money from a pedophile? Uh, I would say no to that. Yeah, right. So, you know, that's, what's funny. So how's LaRose getting funded by Christians? I don't know. Because right? he's getting money from Les Wexner. 55 grand he got. Who, who's, Who's that? Les Wexner. He yeah. created Epstein. He was really? fingered out in Ghislaine Maxwell's trial for having children trapped in his house in Ohio. There's a whole song about the old man in Ohio for body. Wow. He is worse than Epstein. And he's funding our Republican candidates. Yep. And he funded John Adams too. And everyone lost their mind when I said it. And I was like, look, it's all public record. I'm not yeah. making it up. Go look for it yourself. Like, just because, don't be angry with me. He's the one taking money from a pedo, like Les Wexner. So. Do you think these guys know that they took. Of course the, they do. He was that guy. It's 50 grand. It's not $5. Right. Oh, wow. 50. Who, who got 50,000? 50, all of them. So 50,000 John Adams, 50,000 LaRose from both Les and Abigail Wexner. And then Frank LaRose just got another 5,000 from Lex West, Les Wexner. So where's this Lex Wexner now? He's uh, Is he Columbus. out in the world? What's that? He's in Columbus. He owns Victoria's Secret, Amber Comedy and Finch. Uh, his name is on, you know, pediatric hospitals. Really? You didn't know about Wexner? I didn't. Huh. Wow. That's interesting. And he, so he's linked up with Epstein and he's on the street. He's not linked up. He created Epstein. And he's on the street. Yeah, he's on the street. He's at his house and he has politicians over for dinner at his house. Just pay attention. See, that's the thing. Hit me. Go I ahead. see Christians that they're like, we're going full red. I'm like, did you check to see if they get money from people that commit crimes against humans and children? 
you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, see, you know, you can't be half Christian or, oh, it's okay. They, they think abortion is okay, but everything else is fine. It's a big hard no, you know, or, you know, you take money from people like that. It's a hard no. So when people give excuses as to why they'll just go that way, it's a hard no. I see the Christian, what is it called? The Christian Virtue Center, Christian Center for Virtue. Do you guys know that? No. I haven't heard of it. No. Anyway, they're supposedly super big Christians. They're like supporting LaRose. Not only that, they give out voter guys and they omitted my name on it. Wow. Really? They put everyone on the ballot except for me. So they're putting out, it, it wasn't like a Republican slate card. It's everyone on the ballot. And they, they say we're nonpartisan. We don't have affiliation. We just give you all the names of the people that are on the ballot. There's a lot of people that want to keep you from being elected. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because it's going to get pretty. Pre I'm going to be the most sued secretary of state. And I'm going to be sued by the very people in office. And you know what's going to be fun? They're going to have to stand up and protect pedophiles and thieves in the public. I've already mapped out my strategy day one when I issue my first directive. They're going to lose their mind and go to court. And all I'm going to say is, are we protecting pedophiles now? I'm sorry. Does, why are you protecting a pedophile? And then we start the conversation. So they know. They know. They all know. And and they're upset because, you know, no one's paying attention to my Supreme Court of Ohio suit that I filed. But in that suit, Frank LaRose admitted that he has no access to the actual code that counts. Not you only mind, you yeah. mind if I play the video of your lawyers coming out and talking? Um, was, which one? Was that the, the same one? The interview? Well, yeah, it was the same one. I just wanted to tell you, LaRose responded to it. Oh, I'll tell you what, guys, when he responded to it, the attorney general did. It's evident that they don't even understand how election machine works. They don't even know. And that's that's horrible. Like I wanted to laugh and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so sad. We have a secretary of state that is either completely oblivious to how these machines operate or he's intentionally obfuscating what I asked for. He's like, she asked for all the source code she can. I don't want the whole system. I know the other system. It's pretty much open source. It's on GitHub, right? I want the counting software inside. Inside to see that it counts one plus one. I should have the right to observe that and inspect it. That's what the law in the state of Ohio says, that we are supposed to be able to inspect the counting of the votes, right? Right. Well, he, he, he doesn't even understand what my question was. I wanted to inspect that software, that source code, which, by the way, it'll be very interesting to see how it comes out. I should have a response from the Supreme Court Monday or Tuesday. Um, and since there's federal questions, if they decide to die on that sword, because they've got elections now, right? Off to the Supreme Court of the United States, we go with a rocket docket. Wow. So um, it's, it's, it's pretty fascinating because he made some admissions in there that were just insane. Uh, he doesn't know who has the source code. It's a third independent party. He's never seen it. Then he puts this guy named Fedek, who sits on the board of elections. And the guy's an idiot. 
Like he, he he doesn't speak geek. He's sitting there trying to explain computers. He probably types with one finger and he's sitting there regurgitating the election manual and laws in his affidavit while taking jabs at me. And it's like, you're not saying anything. Well, how is this an affidavit? Are you affirming to being very well versed in copying and pasting? Because it was nothing. I was like, how is he even a, a witness? Like, your witness to what? The manual? Like, how do we trust elections if our Secretary of State doesn't understand any of that? Yeah. Thank you very much. I mean, that is exactly my point. Like, when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy types with one finger. He has no understanding of computers. And when you look at the minutes that they had in 2022 um, for the polling pads, yeah, Votum, which is conic, right? I just want to point that out. Um, you know, those connect to the internet and then they communicate with the voting machine, but then they tell us, oh, they're not connected to the internet. It, it's a repeater. So they use fancy words, <laughs> a repeater. You mean intranet? Ask Equifax hmm. how that worked out for them <laughs> when they got yeah. out. Ask Google <laughs> and their intranet. What about the U.S. Army or OPM? I mean, come on. Like, are we kidding? Like, it's, it's not John, it's Johnny, right? right. It's like... These people have no idea what goes on with elections. They don't know how to conduct elections and they're bringing in technology. They just don't understand. They don't understand it to the point. Like I urge you, it's on the Supreme court side. Just read the affidavit of this guy and be like, what did he, what is he, you know, testifying to that? He's been appointed to this position that he sits in the meetings and this is the election manual. Like that's what witnesses do. A witness has actual information. It was the most bizarre response. And, you know, it came out that, you know, when they check the votes, you know how they say, oh, we'll hand count and check. Right. They don't check the votes. They just check the ballots. Meaning they just see if there's a ballot there. They don't check to see if the vote is valid. Yep. So hmm. like say you say you want to do a spot check, right? Where he says, oh, we canvassed here and did it or whatever and you're checking the ballot and you've got fred nancy and joe right and joe's complaining oh this and they're like hey joe nope so many ballots were dropped so your votes uh totals reflect those ballots you're good they don't look to see if joe actually got votes so that's their procedure one of the and that's one of the jobs of secretary state is to uh, investigate um, the election fraud, different things like that. What would you do different that's not already being done to actually guarantee that the votes are legitimate? What What would you actually do? No machines. Done. Oh. Paper, pen. The paper will be uh, with anti-counterfeit technology, the same that our money has, right? Pretty simple. We use eyes to see, Right. And maybe we can make it like a game day. We'll have cameras on top. People watch people validate per county, right? You could tap into your county and watch them. So right? no cardboard up on the uh, windows? <laughs> no, no, it'll be sewer acrylic tables. We'll be looking under the tables. So don't spread your legs if you're wearing a skirt. <laughs> All acrylic, um, you know. In your eyes, in your opinion, the machines can never be truly trusted with elections. 
No, they can't. See, and and the thing is, sometimes we just have to understand that technology is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's given us ease and comfort and it's supposed to aid us. But when it comes to our vote, right, it is a fundamental right we have as citizens. This is where we're heard. This is our voice. If there's any slight chance of that being tampered with, why are we taking it? For the sake of efficiency, we need accuracy, not efficiency. And, you know, as I look, as I travel throughout Ohio, because, you know, I I only had six weeks to campaign, right? Um, I'm seeing such a big disconnect of government officials with the people. And, you know, with the redistricting, I was shouting from the mountaintops months ago, like, what's going on here? Why am I linked up with Akron? I live, I live in downtown Cleveland. What, what, what commonalities do I have with someone in Akron? They like slip it up. That's why we have impoverished urban areas. You know what I mean? <clears throat> you know, places in Ohio with no internet. Mm-hmm. Because they're not being represented correctly. Not only that, the census actually sent the state of Ohio more money than it should. And we're actually overrepresented on a federal level. Talk to us about that a little bit, because I I think I've read something today somewhere. uh, Go ahead. Yeah, Yeah, they did that article in the Epoch Times where they showed that there were all these states that the census had overcounted people. So we got more federal tax dollars. Guess who's got to pay that back? You and me. Right. You know, they overcounted them. So we have extra seats in the House and Senate that we don't actually need. Uh, Somebody asked a question. I I don't know if you can answer it or not. Uh, It's from Maul. That's her name. She says, uh, what did LaRose oversee in Ukraine? That's anything. I don't know anything. Okay, you didn't know that LaRose was in Ukraine. Well, I've heard he was in Ukraine. I heard he was a Green Beret. Um, no, I who heard, cares? Uh, Green Berets are supposed to liberate their oppressors. Someone actually reminded me that. He's yes. the one doing the oppressing, not a Green Beret. He's more like the Green Berets you put in your hair. Okay? Right? Because, I, you know, when people keep saying, I served, we have pieces of crap that, that serve, that are generals, that are decorated. Oh, that of course. Serve the people of the United States. That means nothing. Right? You could be totally proud of it. But when you use it like a, oh, like Crenshaw, which is cringy. Right. You know, Dan, I can't stand Dan Crenshaw. I'm sorry. No, that's <laughs> like, all right. I have like, I think I could break out in hives. I think he's the only human being that would actually make me break out in hives. But, um, uh, you know, he was in Ukraine with Cindy McCain, with her delegation. Frank LaRose. Yes. Okay. And he was there when Zelensky was selected because Zelensky didn't win. That was a fixed election. Okay. That was a fixed election. He was Hmm. selected. And I knew this, and I was talking about it on my podcast, too. Back in 2019, there was a cyber conference in Munich. And um, Yovanovitch was there, Adam Schiff, Biden, Obama. They were all having a conversation. I heard it, right? I had access to that. So I heard their conversations. And Yovanovitch was very upset because Rudy Giuliani was in Ukraine asking questions and he was trying to get the prosecutors there to meet with the DOJ here, but she was blocking them. And she was telling him that they have a big problem 
and that, you know, they got to have Hunter under control. Um, you know, they're going to make it go away. And they were telling Biden, you can't run because Ukraine is going to blow up in your face. So they decided, well, we'll pick who, who runs for Ukraine. So they had that conversation. And so as the Ukrainian elections were approaching in April, I said to my audience, Biden's not going to throw his hat in the race, his official hat in the race till after the Ukrainian elections. So that Sunday they had the elections. President Trump had that perfect call. And then April 25th, Joe Biden said that he was running for president. You see how that works? And guess who was there helping with Zelensky's election? Frank LaRose. And so one person who had heard it confronted him with it. Do you know what he said? Oh, I was just there visiting my sister. That's a lie. You were there part of Cindy McCain's delegation. But having said that, having said that, when Frank LaRose was in um, as a legislator, Jobs Ohio was written into law. Right. Jobs Ohio stands for Jobs Ohio Beverage Services. It's a private nonprofit seated by House LaRose, hmm. the biggest beverage distributor. Frank's dad, right? By the way, his brother sits on the board. Not only that, Jobs Ohio is a World Economic Forum partner. You could do a quick Google search right now. Go to World Economic Forum and then search. I have Klaus Schwab's book. Yep. Oh, he, he endorsed LaRose. That's another one. So it's, he endorses Frank LaRose. And everyone's like, Frank LaRose is a great Republican. And I'm like, people have completely lost their mind. You know, this is why Iran, no one was running. We can't have Chelsea Clark come in because all we'll have is one of Pelosi's handlers come in and get things done. Why do and, you say she's Pelosi's handler? Oh, Pelosi has handlers. So on on every at every state... There are delegations of people that command the states to operate in a certain way. So Chelsea was casted for the role. She's not really going to do a job, right? She'll just sit there, look pretty. Other people will be doing it. So when I say Pelosi, I mean the House. Congress is extremely corrupt, extremely corrupt. They have, it's like, that's like the ninth circle of hell, so they bring the fifth one over here. <laughs> so when you're in a state level, they send out their fifth circle of demons to you and they do all the work. So okay. and, on a and, state level to yes. bring it nationally. Yes. Yes. Because you have to understand that, yes, the federal government does things, but they need the peripheries for support. You can't get things done if the states aren't on the same page. Right. right? You know, um, the Democrats actually have a program called Run for Something which is where they cast people. In fact, in Ohio, there's a woman who was a Democrat who's running for Senate, but she's going as a write-in. LaShondra Tinley, nice lady, right? But she was like, she she's running as a write-in independent, not but kind of Democrat, not really, because she was upset because you had to put your time in before they slot you up. Wow. She thought she had done her time and she's like, it's all corrupt. It's all corporate money. I thought it was like this and it's like that, you know? And I was just like, damn, she's getting a taste of what it's really like, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's hard to run for office these days, no matter, e even if it's a local office, unless you have money. Well, I'm going to fix that. So how directive in the state of Ohio, no one who runs in the state of Ohio will be allowed to take any corporate money. Hmm. 
How do you stop that as Secretary of State? With a directive. I have those those powers. Okay. So can the legislature uh, block you? Yeah, they can. Okay. Can the they governor can, can block say, you? Yes, they can. No, they can sue me and say it's not happening. Okay. And then I'll tell the people they want corporations to fund your, what are the people going to say? Left and right. Tell me what they're going to say. Right. They're going to say we want what Tory said. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think getting corporate money out. So McCain, I, I think a lot of folks look at McCain like with mixed emotions today. I won't speak McCain. ill will of the dead. McCain. So where I'm getting at is he tried to go after uh, taking, uh, I forget what his bill was called, but he was trying to take corporate money and try to limit the amount of money candidates could get the McCain campaign bill or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's, that's false. They so just that, to do things like that. It's like fake swords. It's like right. swordless, pulling out a foam sword rather than an actual sword. So you would just hand down a directive saying no corporate money and without the legislature, they would have to say, no, we want corporate money yes, to block you. That's what I want them to do. Exactly. Right. I want them to say that we, the legislators say that there should be corporate money. And I'll be like, my directive stands. You need to figure it out. And, you know, the attorney general is supposed to defend me in those cases. And then we should just bring it to the people. Cause you know what I want? I want to start the circus. I'll be like, Oh, so you say we should have corporate. Maybe we should have a bill. Maybe you should ask the people. Let's ask the people. Let's have a referendum. Let's figure this out. Do you see? And then left and right are going to be like no corporate money. And suddenly there's no more GOP. There's no more DNC. There's just average people running. And we have some fantastic runoffs in May and the top three candidates for each position get on the ballot, just like the good old days with no so corporations. We had a, uh, a a Democrat on our last show who's running for the 10th district, U.S. Congressional District. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was talking about rank choice voting. How do you feel about rank choice voting? You're shaking your head. I did a whole show on that before that was a thing. See, this is why, you know, people get upset when they hear the time traveler stuff, because I mean... What are the odds, right? That I educate my audience on all those voting options. And I'm like, watch it come up. Uh, that's just another way to um, scam votes because they know that when they move us on to online voting, right? It'll be a little bit more. Um, oh, how do I say? It'll give us more of a false hope that there is um, some record of it that we can check because they want to move us to internet voting. Oh so yeah. going to push is the ranked choice voting. So you can pick your top three and they'll be like, yeah, I know you voted for that guy, but you know what? You also voted for that guy and that guy won. Mm -hmm. You see, it's, it's just, it's just a facade. So it's like, whatever. But I like, like I said, look, as secretary of state, I'm just going to, make sure that the elections are safe. If I knew how to rig them inside and out, I definitely know how to protect them. Right. Right. And um, that's one thing that I care about is to put the right processes when it comes to our elections, we need accuracy, not efficiency. Right. And then when it comes to elected officials, we need to be a little bit more stringent. Like, you know, I am going to put out a directive instructing the legislature to canvass the people to see if judges should have political parties. 
politics do not, and their ideologies do not belong in a courtroom at all whatsoever. So why do you say that? Because they shouldn't judges should be sticking to the law. Mm -hmm. That's it. The law. No, I agree. And that's the thing. And, 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 and even in November, when I went down for the elections, everyone was hotheaded. And I was like, can we just stick to the law? Right. Because if we stick to the law and look at the fact that, um, you know, the machines aren't certified, the source codes out of date, you know, we went, why are we chasing ballots? So no one certifies the machines like they would a gas pump. Like, the the auditor comes out to the gas pump and he makes sure everything works right. So nothing is is only the Secretary of State's office will do that. There's is that what you're saying or what do you, you what know do you what mean? I mean? I, I'm trying to uh, break it down Barney style. So when you when you go to the gas pump, you got that little sticker. It says certified by the state auditor. You know weights and 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 all that good stuff. So the election machines that you're talking about. You're saying they're not certified. So have you, you know, if you apply to the NIST, right, to, I don't know, get an ISO certificate for putting farts in a jar, they'll give it to you? Oh, yeah. Okay. No. So they're the ones that set out. The I had that certificate. Yeah, right. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. They're the ones that give the certificate for the VVSG, which is like the standard that they use, right? Okay. And then they also have the EAC that looks at VSTLs, and I'm using acronym. VSTLs is Voting System Testing Laboratories. Mind you, one of them is super Chinese, and the other one, super defense contractor. And it's like, this is so bunk. It is so bogus. Like, you know, I'm watching it with my government eyes, right? And I'm like, this is so blatant. Like, you know, and average people just don't get it. You have no elections. The federal government runs them. That's the bottom line. And you think you have a choice and you don't. That's that's basically it. And all of these, you know, certifications and things that they're telling you is like the circular reporting of the sealed dossier. One person says it. The other one says it confirms the other one. It's like a circle. There's no real. The, the 53. Uh, what was it? The three letter agency guys who said that uh, the, the uh, Biden, what, what's it? Hunter Biden's laptop wasn't, it was Russian disinformation. It took me a while to get that out, but I got it out. Oh my gosh. I've had the Hunter Biden laptop for forever. I went around New York city like a year and a half ago, Times Square showing it to people. I was in Louisiana in new Orleans. I was like, Hey, want to look at Hunter Biden's laptop? <laughs> It's right here. And they're like, that's fake news. And it's like, not if it's right here. It's how, right how did here. you get a hold of that? Anyways. Okay. There were a few of them. Um, <clears throat> the one I had was a drive that I got seated from online. And then um, the day after the mayor was raided, I, I went to his house and his, his laptop wasn't working. So I bought a new Mac for him and then I took what was left of his and mine and we kind of merged them together. So then he was like, oh my gosh, there's more photos. And I was like, yeah, that's mine. So we just made it one system. And so then all of it was there. Now, um, the photos, the drugs, you know, they're fun to make fun of, right? Did you see the Halloween costume 
things that they have going around. Like that was funny. I wanted to share it, but I feel bad because, you know, he's an addict and it's not fair, but it's really funny though. I laughed out loud, like hard, like really hard. Um, But in there guys, there is, there are so many crimes. Evil. No abuse, abuse. Mm -hmm. Let's put it this way. Forget the evil stuff. Let's talk government stuff. Okay. The big guy. The abuse of office is insane. Insane. Like, you know, they had people in Qatar moving documents from the embassy. I, on my website, I put an article where I had put out over a year. Hunter Biden was planning on smuggling some Ukrainian dude from the southern border, which he did to go meet Obama and his dad. He smuggled him. From Mexico. Good night. And it was planned out over a year. Like they were like, yeah, I'm going to get with my buddy in Mexico, see how we could do this. Oh, we'll be fine at the border. You know, maybe we'll work with the Chihuahua cartels. Like the conversations are there. It's not like I'm making this up, right? It's like right there. And it's so atrocious. Like that that's insane. If you like get into the Secretary of State's office, it'll be fun to find what. Cyber sniffing might find. I think half the government might go to jail. So why why did you choose to run for Secretary of State in Ohio? Well, actually, I wanted to run so that I can get sanding so that I can sue them to get rid of these machines. That was my Hmm. purpose. So I actually went to Joe Blystone. I was like, Joe, I'll be governor. You be lieutenant governor. And he was like, no. Hmm. I was like, why not? You'll win. Everybody, there's a lot of people that love to hate me. Tons of people that love to hate me. So you'll get a lot of press. You'll be the good guy. I'll be the evil witch that everybody hates. And they've attacked and, and, and. Even though I was the first one that reported on China buying up land. This is why they went after me in North Dakota. The the, the child trafficking through the reservations. I did that. The fact that the governor of North Dakota bought half of the city of Fargo. Like literally bought it with a loan from China. Okay. Wow. Same dude that created the contact tracing app in five minutes when we needed it. Get out of here. And, you know, where they have the Chinese troops at the northern border, like legit. So I was like, come on. Let's Up in it. Canada, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was writing that to the FBI in 2016 and 2017. Hmm. I was watching. Like I said, I had my finger on the pulse and I was really concerned because while we're we're worried about the South, the North is going to hit us harder. We got our nukes there. It's not a joke. Yeah. It, it, Minot Air Force Base is not a joke. Yeah. Uh, that is what, not a joke. What's the Canadian prime minister? Doggone it. Justin Trudeau. No. He is he is straight up from the fake eyebrow. His eyebrow fell. What's that? He wears fake eyebrows. Really? Yeah, you should research eyebrow gate. His eyebrow fell once when he was talking. I have to look that. Yeah, it might have been his stand-in though, but presidents and prime ministers actually do have stand-ins. Even President Donald J. Trump did. I can believe that. Yeah. But anyway, I told Joe, I'll run governor, you run lieutenant governor. And then I'll get in, get some stuff done, and then you take over. I just want to file this lawsuit. He said, no, I have a lieutenant governor. I was like, damn. And then Usher was like, well, why don't you do secretary of state? I'm like, because I think there's good people that are going to want to run, right? 
but we'll see. So Usher was the one. Marshall Usher was the one that was like maybe Secretary of State. And then I thought Secretary of State has more power to do things that I want to do, which is fix elections and, you know, clean up the data collection systems by the feds, the federal overreach we have stuff I know. Right. And I was like, that seems like a good idea. So then I was like, oh, let's see who's running. And then when I saw John Adams was running, I started looking at his voting record. Great. It was okay, Right. Except for the eminent domain thing that I was not happy with. And then I saw Les Wexner fund. I was like, oh, hell no. I have to run now. (laughs) So I was like, we got 10 days, guys. We need signatures. And we had all the signatures. Um, the Friday before the Monday, they had a tournament, the secretary of state's office found out I had the signatures. So then Amanda Grandjean, who's like, um, Frank's second in command sends an email out and says, Oh, uh, you can invalidate her petition. And it's like, actually the law says that statewide candidates, local counties cannot invalidate petitions. Their job is to just check the signatures, right? That's the law. They're not allowed to invalidate petitions. Right. And so a few counties were like, yeah, we can't do that. That's against the law. So they sent their signatures in. The counties with my most signatures, like Cuyahoga, Hamilton, Franklin, were like, yeah, we're just denying them. We're, we're invalidating your petitions. So I know counties, they can invalidate signatures. Nope, they invalidated the whole petition. They didn't check any signature. That's what they said. That's insane. Right? We had... We had a guy who ran for city council in my hometown, Huber Heights, who had some questionable signatures and the county was just, ah, nah. He ran, he won, he's on council now. That's, they're, they're not checking anything, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Well, I don't we, think, I don't think there is any follow through, right? Or we oversight. Checked- I should have been on the GOP ballot. I knew that the GOP was going to fight me. I wanted to fight the GOP, not Frank. I wanted the GOP to say, you got to kiss the ring. Right? But they didn't. Why is that? Well, well, there's a method to that. Okay. I I needed that on the record. But instead, Frank fought me. And I'm like, damn, okay, he was scared because he's like, okay, she runs in those circles. And if she gets on the primary, I might not get the endorsement. That's what he was thinking, right? So he kept me off. I'm pretty sure he wishes he kept me on that ballot now. So they knocked me off of the Republican ballot. And I went on for the independent. The independent, we had way more than 5,000 signatures. They were just dropping them like flies, right? They totally did me dirty. And that's where the GOP came in. Five minutes before the protest period, the GOP comes in and protests signatures. They protested 65. They went down to 54, down to 18, down to nine. Mm. And then it's like, and it was such a sham. It was such a sham. So that was my battle to get on the ballot. Court lawsuits, money, everything's been spent on lawyers. Mm. My personal pocket and the campaign. Like it's. What it's, What do the, uh, I mean, just a question to throw out there. The folks that have donated to your campaign, are, are they happy that you're uh, using that money to fight this stuff? Yes, of course. Guys, if we can get rid of the machines, we help all of America. Right. You do understand that, right? Oh, I'm a paper ballot guy. Ohio, right. These are federal questions. 
federal questions, I'm actually laying out the ground for independence for guys like you that don't want to run under a party banner and want to run. I've just forged the pathway for you through court to make sure that it never happens again, to make sure that independents can poll watch, to make sure that you can do this. That's I've won already just by getting that done. It's a win. You know, um, we always have to think of the next person that comes after us, right? Mm -hmm. And right. right now, independence actually will be heard. You know, I'm quashing that in uneven and non-fair. You know, Republicans only have to get a thousand signatures, right? Independents have to get five thousand. Yeah, it's Republicans insane. And Democrats get access to ballot machines, ballots, the whole nine yards. They get to watch it, right? Independents aren't allowed to do any of that. They're not allowed voter data like the Democrats and Republicans. They're not allowed to go into the polling places. They can't see the, the machines. They can't see the ballots. They're not allowed anywhere. They're not even allowed to observe the count. I mean, no one is. It's in a black box. But you know what I mean. Right. That's, that's not fair. It's supposed to be equal footing. They're making it harder to be an independent and easier to fit within the two-party system. So again, the choice that you have is an illusion. They're both the same. They work together. Both of the parties want this, the machines. What does that tell you? It, tell, it, it tells me something that I think we all know, is that the two-party system is in a one-party game. You know what? Go to my website. And check out, there's an article in there about Obama knowing that about the election before he won the election. Okay. In Hunter Biden's laptop. We, there we was can... an email um, from like October 23rd that he had won the election. Like that was decided. And it's in there uh, in an article. Like this isn't a joke, you guys. You think that it's like talking points. Oh, I lost. They're stolen. They're all rigged. It's a fake show and, you know, everybody needs to wake up. It's written. It was written in Hunter Biden's laptop from Valerie Jarrett. Okay. That they've already discussed that they won before the elections happened, weeks before the elections. This is it. They have roundtables and they discuss these things. And remember, Obama was picked by Bush. Explain that, because I, I, I don't I don't know. Well, John Brennan was working. Well, he groomed um, Senator Obama. You know, he was a one-term senator. Guess who was his advisor? John Brennan. Right. And that is who the agency and Bush picked to take over the presidency. The whole McCain thing was a facade. It wasn't real. It was testing out social media. I've heard that where, where they talk about how Obama used social media to gain the election. Yeah. McChrystal I've heard that did. said. McChrystal did it. He helped him a lot. General McChrystal, General Jones, General Hayden, like all of them. And, and a lot of that you've already talked about on Shadowgate, right? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, I, I really wish people understood that when you vote for the people, you don't have to like them, right? They don't have to look hot. They just got to know what they're talking about. Because if Frank LaRose was to actually debate me, I'd bury him. And he's been in that office for four years. 
Okay. The only debates that we've saw was Tim Ryan and JD Vance that I can think of. Nobody else is wanting to debate anything. No, no, and I that's asked. Sad. No, no, that's no. sad for I, all of Ohio. Here's the thing I asked for a debate, but the people aren't demanding it. If the people actually demanded a debate, it would have been game over. Man. I would have buried him so far down. He would have looked dumb as ever because I know my job. Right. I did it in multiple languages, in multiple countries, with multiple variations. And the machines were from Sequoia to Smartmatic to Cytal machines to, to Dominion. You name it, I've used them. They're all the same. Hmm. Right? And, 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 and he wouldn't be able to answer any questions of how they work, what they work. You know, he wouldn't be able to answer the question as to why is our BMV privatized? That's data collection. Did you know that you can get a franchise for a BMV? Well, I know about it from Tori Maris. Really? You might know who she is. <laughs> um, that's, you didn't know? No, I didn't. I, I even knew people who worked at the BMV, and I didn't know it was privatized. Did they tell you that? No. Did you ask them? No. No, so, I don't know anybody who works there well, anymore. Okay. So but. In Mayfield, here's how I found out. I'll just tell you. Okay. When Mayfield Heights... There's a BMV and a testing center. The testing center is government run. Right. The licensing. Yeah, they're separated. Issuing, yeah. The licensing and issuing is privately owned. Mm. Like what? Okay. Like what? That's insane. So. Right. Is, does that fall under the secretary of state? Yes, it does. Right. Yes, so it does. So what do you do when. Yeah, Tory I'm taking Maris that back. I'm not giving it to private. What? That means they can mine your data. They can sell your data. Are you kidding? Like this right. is private identifying information of Ohioans. Why the heck is it privatized? It's coming back in house. We're getting rid of the feds too. Forget these .gov websites. It's going to be .ohio. They're out. No more feds. Because right now, everything in Ohio is on a federal database. In 2019, 2020, Pelosi pushed a bill about infrastructure. Remember how they love that word, infrastructure. It was everything from cybersecurity to breastfeeding. Like, I don't know how the two connect, but <laughs> apparently they do. So, you know, I was watching that and, and I was like, this is insane. DHS offered all states free IP monitoring 24 uh, Oh, how, guess, how nice. I know. Guess which first secretary of state did it, Frank. Oh, my goodness. He moved all of Ohio's things onto DHS databases. That's why he'd put that directive. Don't share the IPs. I already know the IPs. They're DHS ones. Shut up. Mm. The thing is, it's like it wasn't ro it's not rocket science because he did it. And they said, oh, for the first year, it's free. But get this. They only pay 20 bucks a year. The state pays $20 a year, which is like, I guess, a figurative fee. Wow. For them to mine our data monitor our traffic for 24 seven and guess where the elections are conducted on the same IPs. So basically wouldn't that be, I, I'm not a computer guy. Whalen is a genius at computers. Um, so then you no, get, so Whalen, are you hearing me? I want to hear what you think about that. No, he's not. He has trouble getting on here with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess uh, so, I'm oh, we're oh, both we're dumb at computers. Yeah, I thought you were. No. no. Okay, horrible. Sarcastic. Didn't read that. Got Sorry. It, it's hard when you're not in the room with somebody. It's yeah. it's hard to read things. Um, 
Now, so, I got a quick question for Get it, Waylon. You're very fluent in, in everything you've been saying. I can tell that you know what you're talking about. But after everything that you've done on the other end with um, the, the election manipulations, everything you've done overseas, the spy work and all that, and I'm not saying this to be rude at all. Don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. But why would Ohio trust you to change the entire election process when aforetime you did the opposite? What is it? Why would we believe you at this point? Well, there won't be any sleight of hand, right? It'll be paper. The Ohio citizens will be choosing that. Okay. They will see it. They will see the paper ballots. It'll be anti-counterfeit technology. I'm not introducing any machines. <clears throat> I'm going to be saving us a couple billion dollars too. So it's not like I'm inventing something. I'm taking us back to basics. Pen, paper, eyes. And well, we'll install digital cameras so people can watch it like game day with hot dogs. So there's nothing there. Like if I was to be doing something slight, whatever. But here's what I, I will say. I have been fighting in the dark and by myself against really big people. People that you wouldn't even fathom. I mean, if I had Trump's money, obviously it wouldn't be an issue. But I do, I am the type of person that will not stop until my last breath. And the one thing I've done is I've helped annihilate civilizations and, and nations. Mm. You have no idea how heavy that sits on my heart to know that what if we didn't do that in Sudan? What if we didn't do that in Iraq? What if we didn't do that in Albania? What if we didn't do that in Ukraine? Right. Why didn't we just let the people do their thing? Right. It sits heavy. So this is my redemption. And on the other hand, if you think LaRose is better then so be it. If you're okay with a guy taking money from pedos and not even knowing what he's talking about, not seeing the code and just saying, trust me, then go ahead. I tell people, don't trust me. Ask me all the questions you want. Come in, take a look, and that's it. There's not going to be any obfuscation or directives that say you can't see. Yeah, Libya too. Well, you know? the, the follow-up to that is everything that you've been bringing out, manifesting a lot of corruption, calling people out. That does bring a bounty on you, so to speak. Uh, so that being said, what have you suffered or experienced because of what you're doing? I mean, I know it's, you have to be getting some, some serious kickback. Oh, tons. The, the media is relentless, right? Um, the first time I got really hit hard was when I think of it this way. I was investigated by a whole state with the full power of the intelligence community and the federal government. They had secret subpoenas. They were wiretapping me. They had everything. I actually submitted some of those secret subpoenas and it, they came after me so hard because they were terrified, terrified that I had, you know, I had gotten the deputy U S marshal locked up their sheriff locked up. Their U.S. Marshal disappeared, right, in the mm -hmm. middle of the night on the 31st of December. I was really making headway. I had a witness. His name was Daniel Fuller, young boy, 
right? Who was a victim of these elite politicians, the good old boys. And um, because he became too old and they couldn't use him, he became their um, transport to transport the children that were under four from reservations or hotels um, to be taken down to the Sinaloa cartels. They would meet them in Mandan and Bismarck and then shuffle them over to Las Vegas, right? And then out through the Mexican border. And so, you know, that young man um, was shot by a police officer in the back of the head um, he didn't deserve it. You can look it up. Um, I, I, I did a lot. And, and, you know, a lot of people say, why doesn't anybody do anything? Well, we do. And look what happens, right? Even people that know the game, because I know the game, right? I know the game. I played the game. I've written the damn script. They can still come at me. What makes you think an average Joe won't come at you? You know, they won't get attacked. They killed him. Phil Haney, dead. All of these people dead and people complain. And then when you actually get someone that's effective, you know, like Trump, he got lawfare to death, right? Look at Steve Bannon, lawfare to death. Me, lawfare to death. And then you get people claiming they're patriots, attacking the very people that are being attacked with lies, obfuscation, and lawfare. Because that's what they do. When it costs too much to them to kill you, right? To kill you. They will kill your name rather than you because it's cleaner. So, you know, I don't think people understand, you know, just how hard it is to, to gut this out. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, think, oh, I can sit behind a keyboard. You're not going to figure anything out. These people use flip phones. They write on paper. They literally eat notes. Okay. Mm. I don't know why anyone thinks that they're going to solve the enchilada sitting anonymously behind a keyboard Googling, right? Because I was actually called that a good Googler. I'm like, are they insane? Like, this isn't even on the internet. (laughs) Sometimes when people say that, I'm like, so it's a going joke with my listeners that I'm just a very good Googler, right? But, you know, fighters, you know, you just got to stand up. These people are nobodies. They're ridiculous. They work for us. Right. They're supposed to serve us. And the minute we start having that attitude, they're this much. And they don't have power. I've been lawfared like crazy. That's repercussions that I've taken. There are times that I'm looking on the screen and I'm like, damn, I did that too. Like some person was parading around a warrant. They didn't even get the height. Heights five foot. Talk to us about that because yeah. there, there's no, no, folks no, there's like, nothing to talk about. Look okay. at the height. It says it's five foot six. I'm like four eleven. Like get out of here. <laughs> okay, it stop. End the story. And they're like, it's legit, totally legit. But it's not me because I can't lose six inches. So you lose. You know your game is fun, right? But it's got to stop because you know defamation. I want to sue the shit out of everything. There's like even a woman in Ohio. One woman. Her name is Kathleen Byer. She came to my face when I was talking with um, Lara Logan and, and Steve Hertzberg to like attack me because I wouldn't support her group. And I was like, I don't know who your group is. Like, who are you? I didn't know what right. she was talking about. 
And she was aggressive. Now she's putting all these things out too. And I'm like, damn. And she ran for office. Here's why it's important to know your candidate. Because you imagine if she went into office, if she does that to children, family of, of people that are running for office, could you imagine what she would do if she was actually in power? Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it's important to be able to suss out your candidates. Because they'll tell you everything you, they want you to see. LaRose is 2.4 kids, white picket fence. I'm a green beret. Trust me. Right. He's telling you I'm better than you vote for me. Cause I know best. Mm. Then you have Chelsea Clark. Look, I'm impoverished from a farming family and I have this nonprofit, AKA lawn, money laundering operation right, that helps children while I launder money. See, I'm smarter than you and better than you. So vote for me. See, people need to be a little bit more astute as to who they elect into office. They want people that are not obfuscating, that that are what they are. And what is it? You buy as is. Mm. Yeah. Right? One thing for me, I've got six years of audio that you can see. I have been consistent. I don't flip-flop and I don't waver. And, you know, if I was a liar, I would have gotten mixed up some point within those six years, wouldn't I? especially when I don't use paper or script. You would think, right? Right. And you would think if I had the feds crawl up me, they'd find a crime, wouldn't they? They're supposed to. Wait. Yeah, I know. I, you know, like when people say these things, she's a criminal, she's a felon. It's like, okay, just bought a gun the other day. My social security number, they posted that online too. Mm. All over. I can't. What gun did you buy? Huh? What gun did you buy? I bought a little bodyguard. I just saw it. I wanted something small for my handbag, you know, now that we can constitutional carry. Which is I, awesome. Yeah. Well, rather than the nine milli, it's not like I'm going to walk around with the AR-15, right? I've got a saint. You, but, um, you could, but people would look at you funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, they would. But, I don't like to draw attention to myself that much. Yeah. I have the, I have the bodyguard and, um, uh, and, and I like it. It fits in my car easily in the, in the dash there of the Tesla it's in my handbag, no matter how, because it's tiny. So it's just there to pretty much scare off or disable. I mean, I don't kill. Shoot it often. Shoot huh? it often. I say shoot it often. Yeah. Well, I try to go with my son-in-law for shooting, but I haven't had any time to it, myself at all. I, I can imagine that. Yeah. I've been campaigning like crazy and it's just been completely insane. Um, uh, anyway, I wanted to say based on that, so my social security number is out there, right? They can actually run checks on me. People have accessed my files without mm. my permission. The feds have watched them. There are so many people in trouble that accessed my files because they had all my identifying information. They've tried to get into my bank accounts, um, people applying for credit in my name. This is what they did to me. Why? Because I'm running for secretary of state. This just started since the you social ran. security number started when I started running for secretary of state. Mm. So, you know, and someone can run a background check. I got no criminal record and it's like, all right, so then how do you qualify your statements? That's actually right. defamation. And in Ohio, we have defamation laws that apply to media. Anyone pretending to be media, you know, during campaign making uh, allegations that are false, right? It's an actual misdemeanor. Right. So, but obviously I'm not going to expect 
you know, the, the prosecutors here to support to, me. To have anybody uh, uphold that because, well, we live in a, uh, a different system nowadays, it seems. Well, the demons are out in full throttle right now. This is a spiritual war, you know. I, I, I think over the next few years with folks like you and folks that see you, there's, there's a ton of people that are commenting tonight. You brought a ton of people over here. There's going to be more that stand up. And how do you encourage them to, to stand up and stay honest and, and do the right thing for the people? Look, if I can endure people posting pictures of me in a hospital, that's what they did to me. Like I'd be in the hospital when I went, when I was doing chemo back then and they would post pictures of me from the hospital with like my tubes and everything, Mm. a robe, you know, I've been through so much harassment. I, I know that it's an operation and I keep telling myself that, but I'm still a person that has feelings. And just like all of you, you have the same fear that people will come for you and they will. But if I can put up with it by repeating, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just an operation. It's just an operation. It kind of helps. But on the other hand, (laughs) you have to understand that if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for everything. And if you continue to be silent and not stand up, it's not going to get better. It's going to get way worse. The next step that they're coming for is to take away our money. And it won't be just digital coins, right? right? It'll be programmable currency. So when you get your paycheck, you will be allocated housing credits, food credits, luxury credits, right? So if you girls want to Well, that's going to play into it. Your taxes are going to be taken out automatically, right? Everything's going to be paid out automatically. You will have absolutely nothing. And what does Klaus Schwab say? And like it. You'll (laughs) own nothing and love it. Because, you know, you want to get that nice handbag? Well, I'm sorry. You have to save your currency. And if you have to save all your luxury credits over a year, guess what? They expire too. So the government takes that back. You have no idea what they've planned. Well, no, you actually do. Because those who were listening to me knew all about this infodemic, knew all about the jab, knew that the testing was just DNA swabs. They were putting everyone on the system, right? That's all they did. They weren't tests. It was DNA swabbing. Hey, Doc. She's a fountain of information. We can't glean everything out of her on this broadcast. No, you can't. But how's this? We need me as Secretary of State so that I can fix things. um, Yeah, the problem that I have is that the media here won't talk about me unless they call me an election denier, QAnon, or bring up my lawsuit with the Attorney General, which, by the way, killed himself. And, by the way, deleted 23 years of emails after he killed himself. Mm. That's incredible. And then, well, he was going down for crimes. But, you know, those are details, right? I'm a fraud because he asked the court to pay him $25,000 to investigate me over my own money because nobody reads anymore. Nobody reads in there that I said he's a pedophile. I literally put that in the suit. And that he's upset that I told the FBI and he's retaliating. Nobody reads mine. They just read his. You see how that goes? Mm -hmm. That's how corruption works. Don't look over there. Look over here. Right. Because if you actually read it, you're going to be like, oh, my God, they like 
violated her HIPAA, why would they put a fake warrant in there knowing it's fake and it's not her? Because let me tell you something. If that was real, those felonies, where would I be right now? Jail. I would be charged with something. See, in a civil suit, I can put a picture of Waylon in there and say it's evidence. I'll draw it with my hands, freehand, and say that's evidence that Waylon went to the gas station and stole a lighter. I'll draw it with my hands and give it to them and file it in a civil suit. I can do that. Then you have to say it's not true. I, that's exactly I don't think it's true. <laughs> no. I'm just saying that's the way it works in civil court. But average people don't know the differences between criminal court and civil court and what you can do in civil court and what you can't do. You know, when they hear indictments, they don't understand that indictments, you can indict a ham sandwich. I've never been indicted, but <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Um, you know, people don't understand the processes and they bank on the people not being smart. So then you have even bigger idiots that make it all, you know, sensational. Lies, and you know that's a problem that is a very very big problem um, so before we cut off of here what do you want people to know about tory maris running for secretary of state in the in ohio well i'm not corporate funded i'll be listening to the people i will be for the people um everything i i say i will do i will uh, eliminate corporate funding in our elections. I will level the playing field for people that are not a part of the two-party system to actually be able to run. I will man. I will try to mandate debates. I don't know if I can, mm. but I can create debates. And if they don't show up, well, tough nuggies for them, right? Right. Um, I will try to um, get judges to not be politically affiliated. Politics have no business in our courtrooms. Definitely. Our BMV will be state. Again, owned by the state. That's our data. Um, and then I'll monitor them for about 10 years to make sure that they don't resell. Uh, we're coming off of the federal systems back onto Ohio. We'll have our own cybersecurity. And um, we're going we're gonna to help Ohioans that were fired from work because businesses decided to not uphold the Ohio state constitution. You know, everyone in Ohio that heard about article one, section 21, it came from me, right? Hmm. I'm the one that said, why are you paying Obamacare tax? You have constitution for that. You know, why are you wearing a mask? There's a constitution for that, right. but everyone bypassed it. Right. I actually, um, just so that you can see how I fight even before I was running, in 2021, I filed a lawsuit in federal court and then one in the Supreme Court. In the federal court, I did it against the Mayfield schools for my daughter for the mask mandate and in the Supreme Court for the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates against DeWine. I then enjoined him in my federal suit since the Supreme Court kind of bowed out and dropped it. So I put him in there. Now, just a couple of weeks ago, that was denied, not because I lost my case, but because they said I can't defend my child. So that was a war that I wanted to go to. Apparently, parents don't have the right to represent their children. Right after the elections, um, Warner will be filing the appeal at the Sixth Circuit so I can win that for all of America. The parents will be able to defend their children in court and, and represent their needs because right now we're not allowed to. And the reason I did this is because there could be parents that can't afford lawyers. If you're a family of four with under 100000 a year or even 100000 a year, you can't afford an attorney. 
and your kid deserves to be represented in court. And in civil cases, you can't get appointed an attorney for free. So, so now once that wins in the sixth circuit, then I come back down to federal and then I win on the mask and vaccine mandate. I'm going to pursue those because we need to make case law for the rest of America and all parents across the nation. Right. But in Ohio, we need to win it because our constitution says they can't force us. And as secretary of state, I will penalize any business that doesn't rehire or at least pay those people they fired all those months they've been fired. And if they're still out of work, they still have to pay them because they violated the constitution, didn't they? And I will do that and they will fight me and they will sue me and I'm okay with that because I know the people will have my back. It'll be the first Amen. time that they'll actually have a secretary of state that will be fighting for them. Um, that will be making sure the secretary of state is in charge of all our information. Right. So I'll be a good secretary. I think I look the part with the glasses too. Right. <laughs> but I also deal with elections and that's my forte. And if I can rig them, I definitely know how to make them rig proof. And the only way we do that is paper. You can't hack it. And that's it. So I hope I get people's vote. Um, regardless, I've already won. The conversation started. I really wish that the local media would have been discussing my case in the Supreme Court. That's imperative that people see it. They're you know. Bought. Well, they are. And then the media here is even more terrible. Like Karen Kessler of statewide state house media, like that woman can't write. And then she writes all this stuff about secretary of states and then just puts, oh, well, she's a QAnon election. I'm not denying elections. They're the ones denying elections to us. They're the ones oppressing our voice. And they're calling me the election denier when they're the deniers. You know, they're denying us the right to vote. and, And we need to fix that. And, and that goes on both sides. You're going to see how quick the ugly areas of Columbus and Cleveland fix the minute they get proper representation. You'll see how quick it is. No programs, just real people voicing, you know, the concerns and bringing it to the table. Because right now all you're getting is flower pots. That's what they are, like plants. They sit there and look pretty. Not right. Marsha Fudge was never pretty, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Miss <But>. Maris. <laughs> Thank you for for coming on this live broadcast tonight. I appreciate you. Waylon, do you have anything else before we... I do. Um, Tori, as long as nobody changes my mind, and I don't think they will in the next couple weeks, I'm going to have to say you've got my vote so far. Thank you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I hope we can get have you back on sometime because you're a fountain of information and I just, I can't get it all. Well, when I'm Secretary of State, if we have elections and if I get elected, you know, you should be coming over. We should oh. be having roundtables with the Secretary of State to discuss matters of our state. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. I mean, I will work really, really hard for the people. I do. I mean, right now, after getting all my contracts banned, do you know who my employer is? Employer 1000. I'm, 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 yeah, I've got the best employer, the people. If I don't work and I don't do the job, I don't get paid. So I've already got proof of concept right there. Any, any income I have is coming from the people and they give me rumbles or they do my subscription. Other than that, nothing. Cause I've been blacklisted completely now. Yeah. Right. I was on Twitch. They banned me there too for nothing. Jeez. They ban me everywhere. So when people are crying, I ban. I'm not banned on YouTube yet because I know how to maneuver myself and use digital camouflage, right? But 
I wasn't well, I've been shadow banned everywhere. It's hard to draw anything. So uh, it's pretty bad. It's horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I had like five Twitter accounts. The last one I was like, I'm done. It's yeah. done. This DARPA product is finished. That's They're why probably going to kick this broadcast off, but I don't care. Waylon doesn't care. No, they we wanted to have you on they here because me up yet on they're, Facebook. They're just talking so much. Anyway, I could go on forever. I appreciate you coming on tonight. Yeah, and uh, whenever we're in the close proximity area, we should have coffee. For sounds sure. good. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate you, and. Thank um, you. I will work very hard, Waylon. Thank you. And, um, and Matt, if you get convinced, fair enough. Um, but, you know, it's either me or the guy that gets funded by pedos. So that's pretty much it. So That's a tough yeah. decision. I know. It's, it's not that tough, is it? No. I mean, I think we're going to see a lot of write-ins. I know a lot of people are talking about siphoning the votes, you know, and it's like, you know, whoever becomes governor, they're gone anyway. Because Secretary of State's going to be doing some sniffing on the cyber, right? That's my job. Right. My job is to move the digital systems back. You know, whenever they do stuff like that, people get fired for like crimes against children, right? That's how we suss them out. Mm. So it could be it. Thank you, Waylon. Thanks. Thanks for everybody watching tonight. I appreciate it. We'll see y'all next Sunday. God bless you. Thank you for having me on. Have a fantastic evening. Thanks. You too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.